Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Genesis 22, but before we get started, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this day. You are the creator of all. And I pray that today as we go about our time, that you would be the one who speaks to us, that that you, Holy Spirit, would dwell with us, commune with us, and communicate to us. That it be your words, your message, your ideas that we hear. Nothing from me, strictly from you. And I just pray that you would reach out to us, touch our hearts, our spirits, and our souls, and truly help us understand your will. Help us to be the children of you that you want us to be. Thank you, Father, for all you've done. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today we're in chapter 22, and it's basically Abraham being tested again. And so you'll see a time where it talks about Isaac, and he, you know, mentions Isaac as a boy. But again, for people who live 120 plus years, yeah, he may be considered a boy, but he was in his, you know, mid to late teens. He was. They estimate, and they say that he was around 15 or 16 years old. So, pretty good sized kid, and his actions are ones that you have to sit there and understand also or think about, I have to think about, that he allows what's about to occur to happen to himself without fighting, without putting up a struggle. So why don't we go ahead and just get right on into chapter 22, verse 1. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. Now, we all now know that it was a test. At the time, Abraham didn't know this was a test. So he said to him, Abraham, Here I am, God, or here I am, he replied. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. Wow, so this is the the descendant. This is the son who's going to create the, the family and the people and the tribe. That's as many as the stars are in the sky. The dust is in the dust, and the sand is in the in the ocean. And he's being told, go sacrifice him. And the next morning, early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. So Abraham didn't mess around. Now, it doesn't tell us what, he, what happened during the night, how his soul was tormented, or if he felt comforted that, his faith had become, and it has obviously, become such that, okay, God is going to do something. He wants me to do it. I'll follow his, his word, regardless of what it is. It's a great difference than some of his peaks and valleys that he's had in the earlier t- uh, chapters. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. So it took him three days to get there. And again, he's thinking about sacrificing his son. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. So he knew somehow that, yes, he may have to sacrifice his son, but his son will come back because he believes and has faith that God will fulfill his promise, which was, to build a mighty nation through him. 
Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Hmm. Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He then bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Again, Isaac didn't resist. But I would have to just question <laughs> what this did to him mentally. I mean, I'd be kind of blown. Um, anyways, then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Notice that he now says it twice because there's an urgency there. Here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba. And Abraham stayed in Beersheba. Sometime later, Abraham was told, Milcah is also a mother. She has, a, she has born sons to your brother Nahor. Uz the firstborn, Buzz his brother, Kemuel the father of Aram, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. Hmm, there's plot and intrigue there. Milcah bore these eight sons to Abraham, Abraham's brother, Nahor. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also had sons, Teba, Gaham, Tahash, and Makkah. So, quite the, the departure for Abraham when he lost faith and after having just spent time with God and the two angels, then lied to um, Abimelech about Sarah being his sister, not his wife, to now that he's like, he's prepared to sacrifice Isaac because he has faith that God will still restore him and do everything that he's promised, that his promises will be fulfilled. Mighty change in Abraham, which again gives me a lot of comfort that even when I fail, that he can still use me and will use me. That even when I am not at my best and I disappoint him and I disappoint myself, that tomorrow is a different day. It's another day. And that gets back to 
me and positioning God where he belongs. Today have I put God at the beginning of my day as number one. Was he the first one that I talked to? Was he the first one I reached out to? And that for me is the, is the, the goal and what I strive for today to start a new week and a new habit to do and to grow with. And I will say, I got, I got down on my knees. It was tough. First thing in the morning, body doesn't move like it used to and, uh, prayed and I was grateful for it. So I wish you the best of all days. I appreciate you joining me at just a guy in his journey back to de- back to God. And I hope you do have a great day. Take care.